minutes approaching 8.07. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Thank you for tuning in. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top stories, of course. Ukraine, the invasion by Russia, day 12. Talk of a no-fly zone. I'll tell you why that doesn't make real sense coming up in a little bit. But in the meantime... We want to talk to a Florida House representative in the Florida legislature. Stan McLean joins us right now. Stan, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. Uh, look, I know it's been a long slog. This session is almost out. I guess Friday you will uh, call it a day. Um, I guess what are the big things that you want to try to put to bed before you leave? And, and tell me just about some victories you feel like you had in this session. Sure, you bet. Thanks, Bob. I was thinking just now when I was listening to one of the ads, you said it was the best of times and it's the worst of times. That's kind of how it is in the Florida legislature right now. Uh, things things at this point, this is where bills kind of start either getting finalized or they, they die off or something. But some of the big things we had to do this session, one of the biggest things we had to do is we had to do redistricting. And I know that you probably had, y'all had some conversations with some other legislators about it, but uh, on Thursday, we heard from the Supreme Court that our maps are legal and, and we followed all the rules that we were supposed to, and so all the districts are set. So Marion County, because it's grown so much, it got divided up five into five parts. From, so it will be represented by five different House members, um, one from Putnam, uh, one from Alaska, which will be uh, Rep. Henson, uh, Representative Bobby Payne, myself, Representative Joe Harding, and then there will be a new a new House member will be taking over part of Marion County. But anyway, so it'll be divided five ways, and uh, a lot of people don't think about it. But Marion County is one of the fifth largest by land mass. It's the fifth largest county in the state, and then obviously with our population growth, they had to find a way to divide it up. In the Senate, the Senate will just have there will be one Marion County will have one Senate one senator. It'll be Marion Marion Levy and part of Alachua, and that'll be represented by. Uh, Senator Perry going forward, but that was one of the really probably one of the you know the two the one two biggest things we had to do were get the get the maps done, and then the second part is we have to get the budget done, and we're in the last days of that right now. We have to have it finished by tomorrow to get out of here on Friday by Friday, so we have to have it, it has to set on it has a cooling off period, so it has to get done uh, by tomorrow. Uh, interestingly enough, the budget chair is. Um, uh, Representative Jay Trumbull out, of, and he's from Panama City. So not only is he trying to deal with the budget, but he's also trying to deal with uh, trying to help his community uh, deal with the fires that are happening up there. But uh, those are, you know, those are probably the two biggest things we're working on. And then we've got uh, just a, you know, there's a plethora of bills that uh, we've been working on. I've personally been working on some, and looks like uh, I've had, I'll have one on the floor today two on the floor tomorrow i had one on the floor last week that passed and and uh so kind of excited about where we're at and uh from a budget perspective i think you know the folks that be representing north central florida i think uh will will be able to do pretty good for everybody so we're kind of excited about where we are uh right now one of them was uh senate bill 524 uh that is uh establishes an office of elections crimes this has to do with election integrity uh has the house voted on that yet we uh um i i think it's on the calendar for 
today, I believe, or tomorrow. I'd have to, I'd have to go back and look. Like I say, we probably got, we heard 90 bills. Probably we heard a hundred and almost a hundred and some bills last Thursday and Friday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Um, yeah. And then the way it works, the way it works is, is bills get on to go onto the floor. You, you, you ask questions about them one day, you debate on vote on them the next day. So, um, so we've got a rolling number of bills going on, but I know that, you know, obviously we've had a lot of conversation about that. It's not been in one of the silos that I serve in. So it was not one I've even got to hear yet, but it's one that's certainly created a lot of, um, interest. I, I, I'm sure we'll get it done. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's important for us to do that. And it's been, uh, something, certainly something that the governor has, you know, wanted us to do as well. And so, but uh, I'd have to double check and see where it, where it is in the process. As a Second Amendment advocate, you know, we're, we're uh, concerned and hoping many of us were for a, a constitutional carry law. The governor mentioned it recently. He said, get, get the bill to my desk and I'll sign it. But he's not really telling the whole story because it gets bogged down. It doesn't even really get a fair chance at all. Who, who is it that's holding it up? It, so i think a lot of times on bills like that and actually i i filed that bill oh shoosh i think in my first or second session i filed it um we it hasn't it just hasn't gained any traction i think one of the challenges you have is trying to make sure that i mean obviously i think in the florida house we could pass it through the house i just don't know if we could get it through the senate side um and you know sometimes you try to look at the timing of issues. Um, I, I don't. I don't think any one person's holding it up. I think it may be just a, some different issues. Obviously, I'm a huge supporter of the Second Amendment, um, and as most of us are in the in the delegation there. But uh, um, it sometimes it's just a matter of you know timing and and what other bills you're working on, and you know just we've done some. We've had some bills that have taken up a fair amount of time already, and so it could be just from a timing perspective. Well, yeah, I mean, it is, uh, it's is—it's a part-time thing, and like you said, you've got hundreds of bills actually moving through there. Um, hard to keep track of them all, and, if, and it, the process is uh, a tough one because, you know, you can only deal with so many at a time. You can only debate so many at a time, and so I, I guess we can understand that. But when the governor himself calls for something like that, does that create a sense of urgency? Not, not necessarily. I mean, you know, obviously we tried to we we try to do what the governor wants to do a lot when he calls for things. We filed several bills this year that you know things that he's asked for. We've, you know, we've put those up on the table and then we've passed several of them through both. Uh, and some of them have gone to his desk already. And so, um, but no, we do try to we try to work with the executive branch, obviously, uh, and you know he's one one part of our government. And then you know obviously we still have the legislative branch and. Um, it's a matter of, you know, managing all of those things through the process. I know you, you like I said, I know you you guys are extremely busy, guys and gals. Um, has anybody taken the time to look at the price of gas as it starts to skyrocket now, how that might affect one of the most important things in Florida, tourism? We, we, we have, you know, one of the early on, one of the things that the governor had talked about as well was maybe doing a gas tax holiday of some right. sort, the chat, the chat. The challenge with that is, I think, if, I think, when, and again, it, 
it is that I was I was in that I am the ways and means silo, which is tax and finance. Old ta- it was used to be called tax and finance, but it's ways and means. One of the conversations we had around that was if we lowered the gas price, it almost exacerbates. You know, in other words, it exacerbates the problem even further. And now we've got an increased. Uh, you know, this <laughs> we could get into a long con- look. The president of the United States needs to unleash the American oil producers in America. We could we could make up for any deficit that's happening, any increased price in in uh, petroleum because this the, the the conflict in Russia and Ukraine. Um, I think it's a false narrative by the current administration, um, and we could we could certainly do some things. From that perspective, that would help the entire country, not just Florida, but certainly Florida needs it, and certainly coming into into our you know to a season where we need to make sure that we have an adequate supply for people that are coming here. And so, I think there's a greater problem here, and that is that our oil production in America was shut down. Obviously, you know, just a couple of years ago, we were paying a dollar and well, 89 cents a gallon here we are it was 40 i think it was four i paid 405 for it yesterday wow. in tallahassee so <laughs> uh, yeah. last question um i understand yeah. there are some uh wells in florida that are capped uh any chance that uh you could get those open and, and pumping oil and i don't know if it would alleviate anything in the short term but is that ever something the governor would I, consider i think i mean obviously that would still have to go to a refiner so but you know I, and i don't know the current situation i haven't i haven't heard that but anyway um but there are there is oil that is pumped up in the panhandle there are um wells that are operational up there uh as, if, if they're working or not right now i'm not sure but again i think if you look around if you look around the country obviously our you know we were we were exporting more oil than we were uh, uh using for ourselves just a right. few years ago and so <laughs> Yep, that's changed quite a bit, and, and we see part of that being reflected at the pump, and yeah, it's a pain. But uh, thanks so much for the work that you are doing, State Representative Stan McLean. Please keep in touch with us, and uh, hopefully we'll get some good things done for this here Sunshine State that we all love. You bet. Thanks, Bob. All right, thank you. State Representative Stan McLean on the Bob Rose Show. It's 817, and we've got a lot more to talk about, including... Um, a good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with a gun. That happens all the time. You just don't always hear about it. Well, now you will.